Hi, my name is Phil Hooper, and I am an Episcopal priest serving a parish community in Southern Ohio. One of the ways that I seek stillness and centeredness during Advent is by praying the rosary. If you've never used rosary beads, I encourage you to try it. After a while, the words of the prayers become so familiar that you are able to slip into the silence that lies beneath and between them. It's a perfect Advent practice. A few years ago, I started writing my own brief reflections on the stories we meditate upon during the Rosary. These stories, all taken from episodes in the life of Jesus and his mother Mary, are traditionally called mysteries, because each one, in some way, evokes the deep and mysterious grace of the God who comes to be with us in Christ. Today I am sharing five reflections on what are called the luminous mysteries, or mysteries of light. Since those of us in the Northern Hemisphere experience Advent as a season of meager light, wherein the lengthening shadows have their own wisdom to teach us, I call these meditations Luminous Mysteries for a Dark Season. Use them with your prayer beads, if you like, or simply let the words wash over you. However you use them, I pray that they draw you into the sacred dance of gloom and of gleam that is Advent, when God comes to us in the dark. The First Luminous Mystery Jesus is baptized in the River Jordan. Beneath the surface of the water, down, down, beyond where the light penetrates, where silt and grass and slow-moving currents drift in the unseeing gloom, down where all is silent, enclosed, crystalline stillness, like the womb, like the tomb. Here treads the beautiful feet of the one who brings good news, the one who is good news. Here he stands in the river, here he wades in, being the birth and death of us all, being bathed in the promises and the price of his being and ours. Down here in the dark riverbed, perpetual night, eternal hiddenness play their part just as much as any sunlit dove or voice. For here, in the dark, lies the ground of being. Here is the channel that carries all things to the vastness of the sea. Here is his first step, and ours, if we dare to step into the river as well, to let our own feet tread this road of shadowed glory. The Second Luminous Mystery Water is turned into wine at the wedding feast. Just beyond the festive lights and music and clamor of the feast, jars of water stand, dark and still, 
like sentinels, like watchmen who wait for morning. They are as water always is, and God too, often forgotten until needed, and then sought desperately, source of life and hope. But at a word from the one who knows, the water is changed, from a forgotten darkness into a deeper darkness still, sweet and intoxicating, the necessary elixir for those who wish to dream a new dream, to sing a new wedding song. He who is the vine says, Drink of this darkness, drink and be satisfied, drink and rejoice, heedless of the price, for I will pay it all. The Third Luminous Mystery Jesus proclaims the reign of God. The kingdom of God is not just found on the roads regularly traveled, or the easily identified landmarks, or the cities bathed in sunlight. It is in the hidden places, too. The caverns, and the caves, and graves, and dusty corners where no one has swept away the gloom. The kingdom travels to the dark and decaying places, to the house with shuttered windows, to the spot behind the refrigerator where a photograph lies unseen. It travels there, and it says, Peace. It says, Be still and know that I am the God of forgotten places, too, and I am undaunted by inscrutability for I am also that. The kingdom is not just knowing. It is not just seeing. It is not just being. It underlies all of this. And thus, it is in the light of everywhere and always, and it is in the darkness of nowhere and never. And by this strange totality, you are saved. The Fourth Luminous Mystery Jesus is Transfigured on the Mountaintop In the light he is transfigured, but in the dim cloud we are saved, saved from an unbearable knowing, an excruciating fullness of being that is his to bear on our behalf. We were not made to dwell on bright mountaintops forever, for we are children of a dappled light. The valleys hold shadows of death and of respite, and like children we may resist them both, but they are inevitable, and made gentle, for he will hold us through every shade of night. And so his radiance is not our goal, but his promise. A promise to be all that we could not, should not be. A promise that he will stay awake when we no longer can. A promise that his love will burn, even when the darkness closes in. The Fifth and Final Luminous Mystery the Last Supper, and the Institution of the Eucharist. 
This is a night meal of dark blood and flesh nestled under the cover of other forms. A dream enfolded in a darkness more real than anything made in the light of day. Ingredients sourced from the deep infinitude of love, tasting of stars and tears and intuitions and lullabies. This is my body. This is my blood, he offers, and the earth shudders to receive itself back, to digest raw materiality infused with the flavor of eternity. It will not poison us, this meal, but it will kill us, and save us too, for it is deep calling unto deep, hunger calling unto hunger, consuming us even as we consume. The insatiability of our longing only surpassed by his insatiability to fulfill it. I hope that you have enjoyed these reflections, and I wish you deep peace this Advent season. Reverberation of the Spirit is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. Music for this podcast was performed by Dr. Catherine Webb. For more information, go to www.trinity-episcopal.org.